Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. If you're like me, you've gotten real tired of politics. Seems like our whole country is polarized, nobody seems to know what the facts are, and conspiracy theories abound. Yup, I'm tired of it. Time to kick back, relax, and allow some unexpected things to surface from my consciousness. Funny how seemingly unrelated events that have been brewing in my mind just waiting for some airtime can coalesce like a crazy dream into something amazingly comprehensible. My sometimes clever unconscious reminded me of how much I love the historical novels by that great storyteller James Michener. Books like The Covenant about South Africa or books like Hawaii Poland, and Mexico. I've read them all. But there was one book on my bookshelf that I'd avoided for years, Space, written in 1982 about NASA and the history of the space program. Space covers the first 30 years of space history. Sputnik in 1957, that fired competition between the U.S. and Russia, and the many Apollo flights, including putting a man on the moon. Just a personal note here. The day Armstrong set foot on the moon in 1969, I was in Scotland marinating some wild rabbit snared on the old course at St. Andrews. I remember thinking, cave woman meets the space age. After World War II, the Russians and the Americans divided up the best of Nazi brain power. We got the famous Werner von Braun and other top rocket scientists. A debate developed among the German and American scientists as to whether space vehicles should be manned. The Germans believed the vast amounts of money needed to put a man on the moon could be better spent collecting scientific data using an unmanned spacecraft, leaving enough money to focus on Mars and eventually Jupiter, planets more suited to human activity than our moon. But the ever-practical German support for unmanned spacecraft went unheeded. Politicians said the American people would only finance manned missions, which the Germans correctly predicted would be short-lived. Eventually, the American public cut NASA's budget, saying the $28 billion, which today translates into $288 billion spent on placing a man on the moon was a pretty heavy price tag for U.S. space fame. Time to spend the money on earthly problems. So just when I was getting excited about space, the astronauts, and the construction of the modules, Mitchler becomes a Debbie Downer. No more money for space exploration. I was about two inches into Michener's three-inch book, and I wanted to stop reading. But, but then I happened to listen to a talk by Elon Musk, multimillionaire and creator of Tesla and SpaceX. I admit that I've never liked Elon Musk, but something he said caught my attention. His answer to his own question, what makes life worth living? His answer, life is about more than just solving problems. It's about moving forward into new territory. Hadn't I always felt this way? When I get in my car, I want to drive somewhere. I don't care how the engine works. If something goes wrong, thank God I've got a great mechanic. 
But if life is only about solving problems, what's the point of getting out of bed in the morning? There has to be something to get excited about, something challenging. Isn't this what fuels the expansion of human consciousness? I'm almost finished with Michener's book, thanks to that jumpstart from Elon Musk. Next, I plan to fill in the years between the Apollo missions and Musk's SpaceX plans. And then, I'm ready for the next adventure into our galaxy. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.